0: may be seated in the presence of the Lord. The text has been read for you in your hearing already. The text comes from Luke chapter 1. And it's been read several times. But let me just read the last two verses. For with God nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. The series I've been working with over the last few weeks has been entitled, Can God Stretch You? This is the third iteration of this sermon. I've been thinking about this quite a bit. I've been thinking about it because I believe that God is in the midst of stretching some of you right now. I believe that some of you are being stretched for God's purpose, and some of you are just being allowed to go through certain things so that God can prepare you for what God wants to do in your life. Not always easy being stretched not always easy going through certain things. Life has a way of stretching you. And at some point, you need to prepare for what life throws your way. At any age, you need to learn how to stretch. Whatever age, you got to kind of lean over and lean into it. Some of us have an idea about that stretching because there are also times when we learn how to stretch our money because uh, we don't have quite enough of it, so we're still trying to make a dollar out of fifteen cents. Sometimes no matter how hard we try, it doesn't go as far as we desire, but we keep on stretching. We may look a little silly, but we keep trying. Whether it's exercise or everyday life, life is stretching us in all the activities we do. Life keeps pulling us from one end to the other. Sometimes it's fun, we go through stuff, but life keeps on stretching us. Little by little, we keep getting pulled. Some of it we want to do because we're trying to get fit. So we're stretching, not always with the same levels of success. We keep on stretching. And and truth be told, whether you're a mascot or a baseball player, you still got to get limbered up for the game. This game is life. Yeah, it's all fun and games till it gets personal. Because there are times when we feel as though We've been put into an archaic torture chamber, stretching machine, and somehow, we've made it. We feel like somebody's back there pulling the wheel, messing with our lives. Understand this, brothers and sisters, when I use the metaphor of stretch in this sermon, I want to convey the notion that God gives purpose to the life of Mary by inviting her to participate in the divine plan. God wanted to bring his son into the world. God gives purpose to her life. God works with her. God blesses her. The text in this story is out of the Immaculate Conception where Mary is told she's going to conceive. She's going to carry and deliver Jesus into the earth realm. Let's be honest in here. Anyone of any age knows that you cannot carry a baby to full term and not stretch. The physical body going to go through changes that are both exciting and difficult at the same time. Everything happens when you're pregnant. Any pregnant woman in here knows what I'm talking about. If you've ever been pregnant before, you know you start out with that morning sickness, later added to the weight gain, to the swollen feet, to the aching head, and sometimes you, everything on you hurts from the top to the bottom. Now that's something. The good thing about it is most times people know something's going on with you. And if they don't, I was really interested in the fact that in Ireland, the Department of Transportation wanted to recommend that expectant mothers who took public transportation would wear a badge. And the badge would, let everybody know that there was a baby on board. Because they wore the badge, if you were on the bus or you were on the train, you knew that you should get up and give this woman your seat. She's got her badge on, baby on board. She's got her badge on, something's going on with her. She's got her badge on. Well, I hate to tell you this, unfortunately, believers that are pregnant with possibilities don't have signs. They don't talk about what they're going through. As a result, no one realizes the trials you're experiencing. No one knows that in the morning you wake up not feeling like getting up. No one knows the days you feel like you're dragging, trying to make it. No one knows the days you feel like the expansion is going on and you don't know what you're going to do. No one understands the uncertainty that you function with. They don't see your pregnancy, so they don't know that you're pregnant. They don't know you're being stretched. They don't know what's going on. And sometimes they even see a pregnant glow on you because you look good on the outside, but they don't know what you're wrestling with on the inside. They don't realize that you're trying to hold together the pieces of your life. The reality is you're being stretched. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. Because see, sometimes you get what I like to call a stretch assignment. Yeah, there are those stretch assignments those are the ones where God says, I'm going to use you, but I got a full participation clause. You don't get to mail this in. In other words, you won't be the, the chicken just giving eggs. You're going to be the other one giving the whole pieces of meat. I'm taking everything I want to use you, full mind, body, and soul. I don't know. I guess I've uh, learned—I know there's some Wharton graduates up in here. I don't want to mess with them. They understand business far better than I do. Uh, But but I understand in business there's such thing called a stretch assignment. And, And by definition what that is, is that an employer will give to an employee something to do that is beyond their current knowledge or skill base. In order to stretch the employee developmentally, they want to stretch them, they want to challenge them, they want to see if they can be more than what they are. You know, in reality, I believe in life, God gives stretch assignments to people. God comes to his saints and says, Can I use you? You know, When you think about the stretch assignment in business, there are degrees and zones. Either you're going to be bored, you're going to live in the comfort zone, the stretch zone, or the burnout zone. Oh, you didn't get that. There are zones. Either you're going to be bored, you're going to live in the comfort zone, or you're going to get in the stretch zone. Some of you right now are bored with your life because you're not doing anything that God has asked of you to do. Some of you have done some things God asked you to do, but you haven't accepted any new assignments lately. You just wanna be comfortable. No, I don't wanna be involved in ministry. No, I don't wanna do this. No, I'm not going to any more meetings. No, I'm not leading anything else. You're in the comfort zone. And because you're in your comfort zone, you think you're okay. But you know for yourself, you don't even feel right if you're not allowing God to use you and stretch you to be what he wants you to be. See, some of you complain when there's too much work, and the truth of the matter is you wouldn't know what to do if there wasn't work. Yeah, you gotta realize God is giving stretch assignments it presents a huge opportunity to you. A stretch assignment may be be something that you had no previous experience in. It may be something that you don't even think you have the capacity to do, but I need to help somebody before I get too far out on this limb. I need to tell you something. If you accept that God is going to stretch you, you better get ready. Because there's two things that business folk know about this that, that, that you need to know before you get an assignment. You need to realize that you're going to be challenged and you're going to be uncomfortable. Ah, oh, preaching here, Watts. Yeah. You can't work for God if you don't realize you're going to be challenged. You can't, you're not even suitable to work for God if you think all it's gonna be is hidey hidey and no more goodbye, that's glory, baby. That ain't real earth. The truth of the matter is life will challenge you. And the moment you seek to do something for God, you will be challenged from the beginning to the end. I don't know I know there, you know, uh, excuse me, the metaphor of pregnancy works because I make it gender neutral. But I need to say something about gender specificness in this regard. The female capacity for re- returning to pain is different than the male capacity. Because I promise you, if a man had to push out one baby, the generations would cease. <laughs> it'd be over, it'd be over, it'd be over this. One. Well, I guess this is the last generation right here. <laughs> the reality is that most folk don't want to be uncomfortable. There are three things that guard my mind for this word today, and I need to help you with them. You see, this real stretch assignment has some requirements to it. And the first requirement if she was going to take on this assignment was that of availability. Availability. See, it is her availability that puts her in position to do what God wants her to do. Let me, I want to talk to you right now. I'm going talk to you individually. Let me talk to you. Get this part. There's nothing special about her. The only thing special about her is she has kept herself as a young lady all of her life. She's not that old. She's kept herself and because she's kept herself she has not been intimate with anybody god provided for her a husband she remains available because she's not married so she's never had intimacy with her husband her availability is not based on any special talent she did bible doesn't say she could sing real good There's no sewing skills listed. No medical degree. She's got no biochem background, you know. She she ain't got no kind of extra skills. She just, she's just living her best life. By living the way God desired for her to live. Touch the person next to you. Tell them, neighbor, your best life. may not be exotic, exotic. but it will set up up your future. future. (laughs) I know I'm preaching it here today. See sometimes you think you got to do something, you got to be seen. You want everybody to know your name. But let me tell you something. It is by living and doing what is right. You don't have to find anybody. God will find you. Scholarships will find you. Money will come to your doorway. Blessings will come by your house just because you did what God asked you to do. He didn't ask you to be extraordinary. He didn't ask you to be exceptional. He didn't ask you to be excellent. He asked you to live a life that honors Him. And because you honor Him with your life, He will honor you with your blessings. You'll be shocked to know how many doctors were not the best students in their class. Or how many lawyers were not the best and didn't have the highest GPA. Some of whom just did what was right. Were in the right place at the right time by doing what's right and the blessings dropped upon them. Because see, to live your best life is to be what God wants you to be, up to the level of the knowledge that you have of God at this point in your life. I know that was deep, but I wouldn't know. Yeah, let me put it like this. She wasn't perfect, but she was trying to be pure. She wasn't perfect, but she was the right person. She wasn't perfect, but she was in the right position. She wasn't perfect, but she had the right potential. Tap the person near you, tell him, neighbor. All of that describes me right now. Okay, okay, preach Watson. This is a keeper here, this is a keeper here. I, I know it's Christmas, so let me see if I can work with it one more time. N- not only did she have availability, but she had accessibility. Ah, I can't tell you how many times folk have opportunities to get blessings, but they won't do what it takes. To get what God has for their life. Okay. Let me um, let me see if I can let me I can put it this way. Okay. The angel says, "The plan of God is simple. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and you will conceive a child, and that which you are conceiving will be from the Holy Ghost, and you'll call his name Jesus." Her response to the angel was, how can this be? Heard what you said, sound real good, but how can this be? I have never been intimate with anyone, and as far as I know, the only road to conception is through the bedroom. She says, here's the deal. Explain it to her. She turns around and she says, the handmaid of the lord be it done unto me y'all ain't got it yet until she gives her assent the plan of god means nothing until she gives her assent you missed it went over somebody's head i'm trying to help you now the plan of God means nothing until she gives God permission to access her life. Y'all, y'all still ain't got me here. I was working one time on my computer and I was having some problems. And uh, so I called up to the company and the company, the person got me online. We were both on the computer, he tell me what to do. He said, "And said, now look, you can keep going this way or if you give me permission I can take over and use your computer just as if I were there, but I can't do it unless you give me permission. Now we can keep going one peck at a time or we can be done with this. Permission granted, it's like my hands were moving on my own computer and I wasn't touching a thing. Y'all missed that, went over somebody's head. Sometimes all God is waiting on in your life for your next blessing is for you to give him permission and then pull your hands back and get out of the way because he's about to take over and the blessing is about to happen. Okay, I'm going to my seat with this one. Uh, see, I would you look at the person next to their neighbor? This one's, this one's for you. You're not here by accident, right now. You're here on purpose. You're here on purpose today. See, it's not only that she had to be available. Not only does you have to be accessible, but God says, since I'm doing this, I know it's going to happen in your life. I need you to understand that this thing has attainability attached to it. Yeah. Preach wise. In other words, and this is good right here. Ooh, this is good. This is good. This good one. See, what God wants to do in your life, you can't do it by yourself. And if you're moping and crying because you realize that, you might as well dry your eyes. Because God is not going to stretch you anywhere. He can't keep you. When God gives you an assignment, that assignment is attainable. He promises that He will not leave you, nor will He forsake you. It may get hard, there may be some hurdles to go over, but God goes through it with you. Oh, see, let me, let me do it again. See I realize there's some risk involved and some other things may take place, and it may be some difficult days, but I gotta help somebody up in here. God's still walking with me. God still got God on my side. Okay, let me preach the text one more time cause y'all ain't got it yet. When they got there, they went to Bethlehem to go and register. And as they go there, there's no room for them at the end. Now, I want to tell somebody here, you need to realize this, no relatives, no friends, I'll be bonic for a moment, let me be hood, no homies, took them in, no one took them in. Look at somebody next to you, say, neighbor, neighbor. never think, never think. That, lack that lack is a sign of sin. Just because I don't have everything I need right now, doesn't mean that God's still not blessing me. Never think that lack is a sign of abandonment. God hasn't left me. Never think that lack is a sign of defeat. God is not going to let me go down. Always remember, He knows the road I take. I got to give one more thing. Look here, look at somebody and I say, neighbor, neighbor there may not, may not be anybody in the room in the to, help push, to help you push, but God's gonna, God's gonna be there. Push! Okay. Went over your head. Years ago, years ago, Karen was a member of our church and she uh, graduated from con- from uh, con- college and she's a real smart girl, she went back to school and then she came to me, she said, Reverend, she said, I was going to do a PhD program, but I really am thinking that I want to be a doula. I said, a doula? She said, yeah, I want to be a doula. I want to be a midwife. I, that's what a doula is. It's a midwife. And there's, there's a whole education process to it. And so she went on and got accepted at Yale to, to go and study. She was going to be a doula. Now, now, you got to understand, that means somebody to stand in the delivery room with you that's going to go through with this with you. Now, you you gotta understand the practice of doula is an ancient practice because the, the Israelites had midwives that stood with them and God sometimes will put someone in the room with you touch somebody say neighbor God will bless me even if you don't want to help me God will send somebody to bless my life. Tell somebody, push, 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 push. Go on and praise him. Go on and praise him.